0: Good evening, everybody, and welcome to a Midnight Special Edition of Inner Visions for Obtaining Happiness. Um, We know there has been times where you feel like you've been going through a stretch where good things have been happening which that's going to happen in your journey that's going to happen in your life struggle don't last always unless you're in the mindset of quitting but even with the winning streaks there's going to be some kind of monkey wrench That is thrown your way. And the enemy. Is ready. The enemy. Is ready to. Try to curse you in everything that you do. He's going to try to. Go after your finances. Go after your mental health. Go after your spirit. He's going to. Do all these kind of things so that you will have to go to the hospital and have a panic attack. That's what happened to me. That's what happened to me when I was going through the motions during the car accident after losing my car. By the grace of God, I got a new one. But yet my finances have taken a major hit. so much of a hit that I don't know if I could basically spiritually and emotionally survive you see I've been in the hospital because of my anxiety attacks and after anxiety attacks and after anxiety attacks but Through all of this, the creator ain't killed me, he ain't taking me off, the enemy can't kill me because the creator is fighting against them and my creator knows a thing or two about how to handle a battle the creator has given me the blueprint on how to defeat the enemy the creator has given me a map out plan on how to defeat the enemy in your life here's one That I want you guys to understand Um, doesn't matter what you're going through, the enemy is there to try to throw some kind of attack on you. I want to tell you how you can find ways to defeat the enemy. One, you have to have the mindset that, hey, the enemy is already defeated. The enemy can be your naysayers. The enemy can be a bully. The enemy is someone that smiles in your face but behind closed doors trying to find ways to get you out of the crew, get you out of work, or or better yet, try to ruin you. Jealous people can be your enemy too. But deep down inside, they know that they can never beat you. They can never be better than you. I don't care how much money they make. I don't care what their status is. From a spiritual standpoint, they can't touch you. Because you know what? You don't have that spiritual ego. You don't have that ego to where you think you're better than anyone else. In fact, you're so spiritual that you embrace all kinds of people. You embrace all kinds of religions. You Embrace all kinds of mindsets. You're not judgmental, you're loving, and you're very supportive. You might not agree with what they're doing, but you are so supportive. You're so supportive that you're there. You're there to help guide them through their breakdowns, their anxieties, their hangups. You're right there to give them sound advice. You're right there to be their support system. Number two, This is very important. Find something that you believe in that saved your life and stick with it. So many people want to throw a grenade in your plan. So many people want to look at you and tell you that the way you are praising him is wrong. The way you are living your life for the creator is totally not normal. You're right, it's not normal is something that is not normal has helped me. My oddness makes me who I am. That oddness makes me happy. Not everybody is going to embrace what you believe in, but we're at a time at war to where somebody is trying to make you into something that you're not. Somebody is trying to force you to accept something that is not spiritual. Something that is not the norm for you. This society has tried to force itself into traditions that is not comfortable for you. It's important to stay stand your ground. It's important to have that integrity it's important to know where your creator stands with you you realize that the creator he's not perfect at all but he does things to perfection to the point where you say to yourself wow that's pinpoint accuracy The way he creates things. The way he builds things. His message is. Pure. It's like pinpoint. Accuracy. Number three. Ambition. Is colorless. I got that from my friend. Um. Beautiful C. Asia. Um. Who is a co-founder. Well not co-founder. She is the founder of Queens by all means. She has her own business. And she is a spiritual advisor. Um, Ambition has no color. See the enemy will use. Your race. And will try to. Turn and twist it around. And say that your skin color has been through so much oppression. Your skin color has been through so much adversity. That there's no way that you're able to fit this position. This is rare that the people of your color has been able to complete or get this kind of position. But your ambition and your spirit is so strong to the point where it doesn't matter what they say. It doesn't even matter their comments. You are a fighter for yourself and you are the fighter for peace. When you are a fighter, you're more likely to overcome anything that the enemy tries to throw at you. Number four, accept the conditions that reality has. In reality, you have sunshine and roses. But the B side to it is you have trenches, you have rains, you have have violence, you have gossip, you have chaos, you got hatred, you have sexuality. You have sickness, you have illness, mental illness, anxiety, all kinds of stress coming behind it. Many days, there's going to be a lot of stress, a lot of anxiety. But there are going to be days where it's going to be a fun-filled victory. And when that victory comes, man, it is a joy. There is, there is some kind of joy that will last and last forever in your mind. Then, what, a few days later, here comes another tragic storm waiting to hit. So bad that you can't even recover yourself. Guess what? Two years later, It's like you're back on top of the world because you never gave up on the creator and God of your understanding. You kept following his lead, his blueprint. You are able to dust yourself off, be strong for yourself, and keep on fighting against the enemy. Here's the fifth one in this art of war against the enemy. All right. Here's another one. Here's another one. You ready for it? All right. Know who you're dealing with. know who the enemy is there's battles that you have to fight but there's one in particular you have to plan for they're going to throw kitchen sinks at you through pipes tools, wrenches and stuff that when you get hit it's going to hurt you get back up, you plan, you materialize, and go for the attack in this art of war against the enemy. There are people trying to compete against you to the point where they want to eliminate you from the face of the earth. But you have to be a stone face. I'm not saying being a stone face killer, but I'm saying you have to be stone cold in your approach. You can't let anybody throw you off your game. You can't let nobody, and I mean nobody, try to defeat you and what you're trying to accomplish. As they say, the devil is a liar. That's right. Here's another one. All right, here's another one. We are going up against the enemy. I'm talking to everybody all across the globe. Everybody all around this globe. Get spiritual. I don't care what belief you are. Get spiritual. If it's saving your life. And that life helps other people. You stick with it. I don't care if someone agrees with you or not because a true friend will stick around a true friend will understand that this is what you believe in this is who you are they don't have to like it or love it but they love you and they have loved what you've become Here's another one surround yourself with good people. people who are like mine people who are funny and make the world be calm but in action but also to those who really are ambitious and take it seriously. That's right but here's one more thing and one more thing that people have to think about here's the last one here's the last one Fight, fighting a war to obtain inner and outer peace when you try to you know when you try to talk to somebody but they're not trying to hear your point but you're talking to them in a way that okay it's approachable and they might not accept your message but the person's going to talk about how good you are and You know, then others would want to see you and, you know, look at your talent. It's about how you present yourself on this universe. Present yourself in the best way, shape or form that you can. The enemy doesn't even have to be in a pitchfork in a red suit the enemy can have a necktie, can have a suit on, can drive a truck. Hmm. And And the most important thing, you guys, is once you obtain peace, preach about World peace be about world world peace all around the world love your neighbor love those who don't even like you but most importantly love yourself educate your, educate yourself and educate others if a person don't know how to how to read and if a person is illiterate don't make fun of that person. You have a sit down talk and you help that person. I'm just thankful to be able to talk to you guys. I know it was very brief. I know this is only brief notice, but it's something that I wanted to share. With you great readers out there, love yourself, be vigilant, believe in yourself, and remember you can make the impossible possible, anything is possible, but it takes a special kind of mindset to know that that impossible feat can be taken on and can be completed with success. This is Raymond Ricks II, and this is a special message to everybody all across the globe. I love you, and you guys have a wonderful night. Goodbye. Sorry for the little delay, but I am back once again for another segment of Inner Visions of Obtaining Happiness. Yes, um, the segment was a blessing and I had fun doing it. I'm telling you, just to be able to try to help uplift others is... Something that is an amazing accomplishment. Um, You know, no matter what you're going through, if you have that positive spirit, you can get through anything in life. So I enjoyed this segment. I really did. You know, as far as the connection with yoga and the chakra level. But this segment is going to be very special because I will be talking about yoga and Kemet. Or I should say Africanism. Um, I don't know if you guys realize it, but there is a unique history between yoga and Kemet, which now is called Egypt but ancient Egypt or you could say slash Kemet having a very unique history in, um, you know as I was doing research and looking um, this practice of yoga that was done in Kemet was more of a spiritual growth for the human anatomy but for each individual. Um, it's also a way to grow and elevate the melanin. All right. And that's how important yoga was in Kemet. So I want to read, what is Kemet yoga? Well, Kemetic yoga which is, I'm reading and doing some studying on Yoga International. But, uh, Kemetic Yoga, which is originated in ancient Egypt, focuses on the movement of energy through the body in order to connect with one's higher intelligence and the divine spirit. The practices of one in Kemetic Yoga at a much slower pace than in a standard Asana class. And there is more of a focus on meditation and the chakra energy le- uh, <clears throat> sorry the chakra energy levels. The physical pose of the Kemetic yoga are taken from ancient illustrations of the Egyptian gods and goddesses. And the Egyptian gods and goddesses they use Kemetic yoga to evolve for its people, to evolve spiritually, to evolve around the sun, to evolve around nature, or to evolve around the pyramids. It's about evolving wherever you go. That's part of the African roots, that's part of the African spirituality. All right. Kemet was an ancient name for Egypt during the era of the pharaohs like Tutmosis, Amenhotep, and others. Research suggests that the first Egyptians were black skinned and came from the Sudanese, Ethiopian, and southern Arabia, as well as in Babylon. The Kemetic people designed and built pyramids and made Important contributions or important strides in so many fields, including uh, supreme mathematics, architecture, chemistry, medicine, and much, much more. And this this was a very, very, very good information. Kemet was not only A country of natural resources and war tactics. But they were a home for African spirituality, especially for yoga. If you wanted to cleanse your inner self, your mind, your body, and your spirit, yoga was very important. It was very important during the ancient times and it was important before Jesus Christ was ever thought of. Or... Jesus the Christ. All right. Let me read some. Yushur Rahotep, known as Elvred Lawrence, is the most senior instructor of Kemetic Yoga in America with over 30 years of experience and practicing and teaching. He's very prominent. Um, Dr. Uh, Natalie Robertson at um, Hampton University, she's very prominent in the African yoga studies of Kemet. So um, Dr. Uh, Natalie Robertson is a good friend of mine and she was an instructor. She was a hard grader too when it comes to writing, but we are very close and um, I haven't seen her in ages. I mean, it's been 15 or 16 years, but she is my mentor, I love her. Um, hopefully we will connect one day. So special shout out to Dr. Nowley Robertson, the professor at Hampton University. So um, let's go and um, there's another article that talks about the African origins of yoga. And there's another article in uh, Vancouver, Canada of African origins in um, yoga. Yes. So, they come across something here. Adherents often refer to ancient Kemet as, I'm sorry, ancient Egypt as Kemet. And the practice of yoga in this lineage of Kemetic yoga is also known as Smarai, Tawai. One of these proponents is yoga teacher And founder of the African Yoga Foundation, Pablo Imani, who teaches that yoga disseminates from Egypt to India. The African Yoga website associated with him serves as a virtual hub to the African Yoga community that includes videos, teachers' profiles, and uh, upcoming events. Now, this is in Vancouver. All right. So, uh, there's another um, website here called the African Roots of Kemetic Yoga and how it's being adopted by the diaspora. By Bruno Braga. Read a little bit of this here. Kemetic yoga is a type of yoga developed by ancient Egyptians thousands of years ago and is now becoming popular across black diaspora worldwide. The, okay, let's see. According to Hopetep, the people of ancient Kemet practiced a unique style of yoga that predates the yoga of India. In, in his studies, he found that the practice and philosophy of yoga in India was informed by the knowledge that came out of Africa. This is from Yaser Ra Hotep. The fact is, examples of Indian yoga can be found in ancient Egypt, but examples of ancient Kemetic yoga cannot be found in India. So, in an interview with Yoga Bodhi magazine, Hotep explained that Kemetic yoga gets resistance from the mainstream commercial yoga community a multi-billion dollar industry they see comedic yoga as a threat to their monopoly over the narrative of yoga's origin and iniquity so for example except for a small article that appeared in the 1990s we have been blacklisted or whitelisted by yoga journal and i just read from yoga journal because they made so much money off of um the chakra levels in yoga The yoga actually was founded in Africa, in Kemet. Kemet has a huge history of African spirituality. Well, it's the mother of African spirituality. You know, before 500 BC. This is, well, I'll put it to you like this. They came before Jesus the Christ ever was thought of. And I'm talking about yoga. Afro-Cubans. Afro-Brazilians. They're also into. Um, the yoga nature itself. So it is a spiritual movement. A spiritual movement that propels them to live. A very well balanced. And intellectual Life. Yes. Now, I want you guys... I want to read this. I'm so anxious to read this here. All right. I want you guys to listen to the, um, wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. This is an article that read. The seven-day Oshon goddess Afro-Cuban healing retreat for women in Cuba. They do... Okay. No, that's not it. I'm sorry. But there's also a connection with Afro-Cubans in yoga. To unite and elevate Cubans. Afro-Cubans. They align themselves. They unify against any form of distractions or outsiders. Yoga is very important to them is part of their culture, is part of their way of living life on life terms. Yoga plays a big part in the black culture, especially in Kemet and Afro-Cuban. So there is a black history and there is a black influence as they use yoga to cleanse from any kind of distractions, any kind of behavior that is driven towards them or the everyday life. As far as to evolve as humans, they needed yoga. We needed yoga. Yoga helps us balance out ourselves in life But yoga helps us grow in spirit. Yes, I love yoga. I enjoy yoga. But I also enjoy the um, chakra levels. Especially the crown chakra, the most important chakra. As I say, the mind can be very creative once you elevate your crown chakra. Once you elevate your third eye chakra, your creativity, your ideas, your thought process, they're flowing all over the place. And now your inner visions can see through, right through the root of the problem. And now you have the ability to fix it or cure it one way or another way. Yes, Um, I know this is a short, a very short segment, but I enjoy speaking with everybody. You know, if you have time, just find a quiet place, meditate, elevate yourself, cleanse your chakra, have breathing exercises as well. If you feel tense, if you feel anxiety from the things that are going on in your household or at work or somewhere else or whatever traumatizes you, it's good to find a place to meditate or find a place to cleanse out your chakras. I tell people all the time please cleanse your chakra level. You can only evolve. If you cleanse your chakra levels. Well, everybody, this is Raymond Ricks II. I enjoyed this podcast. This podcast was fire. Much love to everybody all across the globe. Much love to South Korea. Yes, they are now listening to this podcast. Uh, Much love to Brazil, Rio de Janeiro much love to tokyo japan um mastra too um special shout out to you special shout out to the country of sri lanka special shout out to dubai Um special shout out to um ireland the country of ireland australia melbourne sydney special shout out to you um Los Angeles, San Diego, San Jose, Arkansas, um, New Jersey, Newark, New Jersey, New York. Special shout out to all of you in America. Just please remember what Kobe Bryant said was so fascinating when he was talking about Ron Artest and Ron Artest's documentary. He said, what is, what does peace stand for? Or do you understand peace? In order to obtain peace, you have to go to war. You have to fight the war and you have to win the war. Win the war first and then you obtain peace. Countries, people fight for peace. They fight against the opposition in order to obtain utter peace. There are countrymen who won't settle for peace because their, their people were sacrificed in the war to obtain peace. We must obtain peace from ourselves and for ourselves. And then we can obtain peace for other people. It's not about finding yourself. When you go through the life of journey, you will find yourself then. If you really want to find yourself, prayer and meditation and being spiritual is the way. And that will be our segment for tonight. Just remember, make the impossible possible. Fight for yourselves. Fight for peace. Know the Lotus Sutra and evolve. Until next time, I am out. Please, Peace and blessings and love. Much love.
1: They landed at Plymouth With a smile on the face They said we're your brothers From a far away place The Indians greeted them With wide open arms Simple-minded and trusting To see through the charms Ex-hoodlums and jailbirds With backgrounds of crime They had a chance to breathe freely For the very first time They landed at Plymouth With a little smile on the face They said we're your brothers From a faraway place I know the Indians with wide open arms Too simple minded to oh, see through the charms Slowly but surely In came the far time Trust On the face, they said, We're your brothers from a faraway place. I know the Indians greeted them wide open arms. Simple minded and trusting to see through the charms in came the religions, the liquor and the guns. They claim to be. brothers uh a faraway place the Indians greeted them with wide open arms too simple minded to see through the charms smile on the face, they said, we're your brothers, from a faraway place, the Indians greeted them, wide open arms. simple-minded to see through the charms Now the sun's slowly setting Yes, and the Indians are We're your brothers From a faraway place The Indians greeted them With wide open arms